You're now listening to the Something Good Podcast Network. Please press any key to continue. So anyway, I just started blasting. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of the Couch Bro Tatoes. I'm Alex. This is Cap. This is the one and only Chris Morrison. Oh, Oh, taking Cap's fucking intro. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. I don't know. Is Chris Chris Morrison a common common name? Yeah, I I went to high school with uh, two other Chris Morrisons. Was he uh, Christopher Morrison? No, we were all Christopher Morrisons, and we all had the same middle name. No shit. Well, the same middle initial. It, it got really awkward when one of our moms died. Oh. Mm. Yeah, because we all got told, called to the office and told that. Oh, God. And we were trying to God. fucking, oh, between yeah. the three of us, we were trying to figure out which one of us <laughs> lost our mom. Holy shit. No, that, that's bad. And is, is Chris spelled the same way? Like C H R? Yeah, no fancy San Francisco spellings. No K's and shit. No Chris Christopherson or anything like that. No, you keep that fucking weird North Georgian bullshit somewhere else. Well, uh, figure we might as well, I guess, technically wrap up our Mandalorian series because yeah. um, it's gonna, it's probably going to be a little while before a new season of this comes out. I have a feeling the uh, the Boba Fett series is going to wind up coming out before any sort of new Mandalorian. A lot season. of things, a lot of things got wrapped up around the the Mandalorian uh, lore as Let's we found out. Let's go ahead and get ahead of this now, <laughs> we so we don't to have to talk about it in the rest of the episode. <laughs> It's hard not to, just because it's still kind of fresh, but obviously Gina Carano's out at, of the show at the time we recorded this, and it disappointed all of us, because the character's great. She just had yeah. to be a fucking dummy. Like, seriously, that 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 really did bum me out, because I, I, I think I even brought it up in the last episode. I loved her character. Good, strong I, female I got, character. As fans, can I ask y'all something? Yeah. Uh, where else would her character go? After well, the season, she was anyway. kind of like a B character anyway. So, but, they, but I'm saying like her story arc. We find something mm-hmm. new about her in this season. But other than that, the story progressing forward now is still about the lone Mandalorian. Exactly. Right? Where would she have fit? To so, so the, in the grander scheme of things, that's, uh-huh. that's what I, like she is a guest star. Yeah, that's how I see her in this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, not a mainstay character because this, the mainstay characters are just two people. Yeah, it's just and one's baby. a fucking puppet. So, exactly. <laughs> so her being let go, up or down, it was going to happen. Like I see, yeah. I see it as like an inevitability. This is a show about one guy. Mm-hmm. Now we 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 come back to characters. Yeah, once, twice, and in her case, three times, but. Other than that, I did not see another story arc from her. I didn't necessarily see another story arc from her, but she did rank up. You know, all of a sudden she did have a bigger position. So it felt like she could have been, you know, the Maz, you yeah. know, uh, from the new Star Wars movie, yeah. where she could have popped in, you know, helped move the story along for a little bit, had a cool little fight scene, and then, you know, been like, all right, see you later, brother. You yeah, know, I, I think I think that happened, though, in the last in the last episode of this season. I just, yeah. I, see, I just see that as her like climax moment yeah 
And, 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 that's, and that's, I'm, I'm no, so I guess what, in the water if, with the question of, you know, as a fan, what would I've liked to see? Another couple of those. There's yeah. no reason why that couldn't have happened a few more times. I can see, you that, know? You see that character getting worked into as a lead spot in a video game or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Or, you know, she could have wound up having like a comic book spinoff yeah. of some sort, you know, and there could have been potential with the characteristics, unfortunately, when you compare being a conservative to the um <laughs> being a jew during the holocaust yeah that's uh that's a little hard to bounce back from yeah <laughs> disney investors don't like that people don't like that people yeah. in general don't like that much less disney investors <laughs> she just, i think i think she got caught up in wording it wrong i think so too she's just dumb but, but you're talking she about, was just stupid but you are that talking was about, just the long you, and short of you it you are talking about someone who got sucked in the head a lot that is also <laughs> true yeah because uh she, she was truly built for the role she was a fucking fighter yeah yeah, yeah. So. Uh, who knows I'm not, that's all we have to say about it yeah not really worth dwelling on no, <laughs> quite so, frankly so uh much much as uh us being music fans we have to say sometimes let's separate the art from the artist yeah <laughs> let's do that as we dig on into mandalorian i love kevin spacey two. films <laughs> Marilyn there Man- is a line Marilyn manson had one good song <laughs> <laughs> oh god uh episode one chapter nine the marshal in which the mandalorian and the child continue their journey facing enemy enemies <laughs> uh enemies and rallying allies as they make their way through the dangerous uh galaxy and they wind up on a planet and they see a guy that looks oddly a lot like boba fett this is on tatooine right yeah this is where they make railing givens yeah th- was it back on tatooine i think so because yeah, there's tuscan raiders yep and crate dragons Okay, well, I didn't know that. It's Star Wars, and they could be that on multiple yeah, different planets. But, yeah, but yeah, according to the plot, it's, okay. uh, it's a rumored Mandalorian operating out of Tatooine yep. in Mos Pelgo. Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember because at the end of season one, they were like, uh, the Mandalorian you seek is on, uh, I've heard rumor of one on Tatooine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I remember that now. Tatooine's always like the mainstay planet in any Star Wars universe. Well, and it also made all the Star Wars nerds go, <gasps> It's gonna be Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't. It was like Chris alluded to, Raylan Givens, fucking Ola Fantastic himself. <laughs> yeah. Now, and uh, what's her name is in this one? Uh, Amy Sedaris is back. Yes. Yep. Yes, I, I like I liked her character. See, and again, say someone like that, I kind of compare that to like Gina's role, where mm-hmm. it's just like we could have kept seeing her. Yeah. You know? So that, I kind of chalk it up to that. All of these side characters are like that. I mean, hell, Timothy Olyphant can come back as another character, or come back uh, as on a different planet playing the same character just to get him out of a jam somewhere and it'd be totally fine. And now let me ask you this as fans, when you first saw him show up in the Boba Fett armor and before he took off the helmet even, did you feel like that was Boba Fett? No, he's too tall. No, yeah. I know. The uh, the armor doesn't fit him in any way. So like even before he took the helmet off and everything else, like I was looking at it going like, either Disney Fuck this up royally, or something really weird is happening right now. I saw it more as like, oh shit, there's a guy who dug a really big hole to dig up a dead body. Yeah. <laughs> I like how they uh, kind of teased it like that too, and still gave you a, another story, but a compelling one at that yeah. too. And honestly, I would have been okay if they had not introduced Boba Fett in the series, and that's all they did. Yeah, like that. Me too. That honestly felt satisfying. I was like, oh wow, cool. Well, you know, 
okay, the Mando has, you know, Boba Fett's armor now. That That's kind of cool. Maybe he'll incorporate a little piece of it, and that's going to carry on the tradition. Yeah. I didn't hate they brought him back, but I also would have been cool if that's all they wound up doing with it. And I like this episode a lot because it kind of uh, brought back a little bit of lore that I'd gotten into from playing Star Wars video games, which was, you know, creatures in Tatooine, like crate dragons and yeah, shit like that. Yeah, that was cool to actually see a, a live crate dragon. Yeah. Yeah, because you only, like I said, you only see that in, like, uh, video games or, like, maybe comic books and shit like that. Yeah. And uh, but they fi- you finally see one with in um, with real actors and things like that in a Star Wars story that's gonna you know hold more clout than your average you know mm-hmm. fan fiction story and, too. And I love I love the uh, the jokes they played on that one where like yeah. uh, the Tuscan Raiders were trying to use some of the uh, oh yeah he speaks Tuscan Raider yeah uh, oh yeah he speaks Tuscan but then he was also uh, they were trying to use some of the those woolly mammoth looking things yeah. as like bait but like the uh, but uh, the fucking the banthas <laughs> yeah the banthas and then uh <laughs> but the fucking dragon kept eating the fucking <laughs> yeah <laughs> sand people I think uh, Tuscan Raiders and banthas have been used more th- in every Star Wars universe than a lot of other creatures and characters yeah, yeah. <laughs> But well, I mean, it's a cool little visual, and yeah. uh, and if you're on Disney Plus and you go to the extras feature, I think it's on YouTube too. Uh, they actually go into a deep dive of how they actually created the autonomy of the crate dragon and how sure. it would move under the sand. Now, is this the one else. where they have the uh, pod race speeders? Uh, I think so. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, that's like how, a blown out. Yeah, 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 yeah. How they had to get out there. I thought that was so cool because I think one of them was Anakin. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. You know, the blue with the, I mean, the yellow, yellow. try. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just something look, just something cool for uh, folks that have kept up with it for a long time too. And now let me ask you guys this: uh, we, we've kind of brought it up in different ways, but I'll even use that one as an example. People call that fan service. Mm-hmm. Does that bother you when those little things happen? Do fans pay money to see this? Yeah. Then. Yeah. It's not a fucking problem, is it? Yeah. No, uh, so you're paying money to it's see just, it, man. It's because a, because it's a Star Wars thing. Because honestly, it's like as soon as I saw that scene, it made me go, "Oh, hey, I recognize that piece." But immediately after that, the secondary thought in my head was these message boards and groups I'm in on Facebook. I can just see it now. They're gonna start bitching and complaining. All that was was fucking fan service and everything else. I'm like, it's well, here's what what you do. but it's a well, junkyard planet. Well, They're gonna repurpose here, here, shit. Here's what you do. Don't go to those. Fuck all those people. Well, I don't go to them. It's just, you wind up seeing it anyway. Yeah. It's like any other thing when you watch it. Like a horror movie, if I don't see a little bit of TNA, fuck it, it's not, it's not like I'm watching it for the fucking plot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You were absolutely it's fan correct. Service. It's like, oh, this movie is shit. Uh-huh. This is a literally pile of shit. Do y'all know what... Uh, Here's a young actress showing yeah. the shit off. Do y'all know what uh, Timothy Oliphant's character's name was? Without the, Raylan. <laughs> Say, uh, yeah, Raylan. Space, space Raylan. <laughs> Wasn't it something like the general, the or marshal? the sheriff, the marshal, the marshal, the yeah. sheriff? Uh, well, they give him a name in the description. His name is Cobb Vanth. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I hate the names of Star yeah, Wars. I, I know it. it's awful. He's just the marshal. Again, okay, yeah. and again, Timothy Oliphant's always a fucking marshal. He's a marshal in this, in the new Fargo series, in that yeah. new season, and was a marshal in fucking Deadwood. Uh, and oh, he was in Dead. It was a marshal in Deadwood too, and Justified. I still need to watch Deadwood. He gets casted pretty well on a lot of stuff. It's the same thing. But I liked. I really liked his character, though. I just don't understand. I, like I said, I don't like the names. Yeah, it's yeah, just like it's oh, this name. is Maz Fortuna. This is so and so. This is Luke. Yeah, <laughs> and this is Ben. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is Queen Amadala. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? 
This is like this Obi Wan. This is Kim. <laughs> this is Kim. Meanwhile, meanwhile, this is Conrad. <laughs> this should be the next character, main character. Anyway, they all have names that are like in a fucking H.P. Lovecraft book. <laughs> so like no vowels and like twenty six fucking letters. Kasvarufnes. You know, like some Norwegian garble vomited shit. Anakin. Here's Uncle Owen. Here's Anakin. Here's Anakin. Here, here's Anakin. We call him fucking Annie. <laughs> yeah. Here's Annie, Uncle Owen, okay? also known as Matches. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, oh, human shit. torch? <laughs> but, solid fucking episode, though. Yeah. Yep, and then uh, episode two, chapter ten, the passenger is oh, where yeah. we meet the frog lady and after and her delicious children. Yes, <laughs> although when I watched this episode for the first time, my first thought was, okay, here's where they're catering to children a little bit more. Got, got a little, uh, not too anything, but that was just one of those where it's like, okay, they're starting to take a little bit of the blood and guts out of uh, out of it a little bit to tell a baby Yoda story, even though baby Yoda's eating fucking. I was gonna say eggs. I, eat, I saw online bunch of people like you know those articles that get shared or whatever of like moms tweeting out saying like their children were like genuinely upset seeing uh the child well you failed uh, as a parent eat, then <laughs> e- e- eating the eggs really that's what got them like seriously that got kids upset that's what got him. Not, that's what not, got not, him. Again, not in the series where people get cut in half. Nope. Or nope. decapitated. Again, <laughs> nope. They failed as parents. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're bitching about stuff that isn't there. Yeah. It's like mom and dad eat eggs every day. Like literally to the point where uh, it wasn't Favreau, but like one of the other like directing producers on it. Kathleen I, Kennedy. No, not <laughs> even, uh, Like one of the lower ranking ones. Um, he, he even sent out a tweet basically kind of going... Hey guys, you know, remember this is, you know, space fantasy and, you know, to this alien life form, this is no different than eating chicken eggs. So please view this all within context. And stop your fucking bitches. <laughs> yeah, basically. People like that are the reason there's instructions on the side of the pop part box. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes, it is. And there's like seven instructions on that. <laughs> I will say they uh, they put a guy in there. Uh, remember Zero, the robot? Yeah. Uh, that's who's voiced it. It's uh, I think his name is Trevor Ayo. Mm-hmm. He's in that show, The It Crowd. Okay. He's a comedian. He's a British comedian. I know of it. Yeah. Yeah. He's a black guy. Okay. I don't yeah, know. He's hilarious. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know he who was you're in, uh, about now. He was in that movie with uh, Ben Stiller in them where they uh, they were like a neighborhood watch. Oh, that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. He's like, he was always like, yeah, like everybody's talking about what, what's going to happen when they're on the neighborhood watch. And he's like, yeah, and I'll just casually walk up to this house and Mrs. Mrs. Kim opens the door and offers me to join her orgy. And it's just like, dude, your weird ass fantasies about people in this neighborhood. And then at the end of the movie, it's, there's an actual orgy yes. he's invited to. <laughs> he wound up being the alien, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's just like every time he around things like he's like yeah everybody's fucking in that house. <laughs> like, it's a swinger house, and he's just like no, it's not, dude. And by the time at the end of the movie, he's like yeah, it's a swinger house. I forgot about that fucking movie. Oh, it's hilarious. John Favreau, yeah. that that's right. He direct and well, he did Vince direct Vaughn. this episode, but Vince Vaughn and all them. God, this before that's a fun movie. This before John Favreau became you they know had to capital that J name. John they Favreau. They had to change the name of that. What was it going to be called? It was called the Neighborhood Watch, but then they had to call it the Watch because I the whole was... Trayvon Martin thing happened right, right before it came out. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yay, 2014. How about that? <laughs> yeah, it really does seem like um, th- this This one felt a little bit like filler, but at the same time, I was still excited because it was a new creature. Yeah. And I will say, uh, one oh. of the things I thought was going to happen 
before fucking the kids started eating the eggs, I thought the entire time he was going to use some sort of force power on the egg and wind up fertilizing it. That's what I thought was going to happen. I thought he was going to speed up the process of one of the eggs. It's like, this is why Jedi don't fuck. We conceive with the force. (laughs) You know, I I would have, that kind of would have been maybe an interesting plot where all of a sudden you just see the child put his hand on the glass. For somehow what he just described sounds more gross (laughs) than fucking. Like, it just just seems like, oh, they could fertilize through the force. You mean, like, they could spread it. Midichlorians, bro. They could spread it. They could spread an infection. Yes. <laughs> like, it just sounds gross. <laughs> like, let me just uh, use the force on you. That's a, that sounds really rapey to begin with. <laughs> Baby, I'm going to use the force on you. What? It's like, Joseph, like, let me tell you what happened when Gabriel came to uh, visit Same last word night. Same as Garth. <laughs> like, I can't even spell that. <laughs> but no, I just thought that would have been cool. See, see the kid put his hand up against the glass. Yeah. An egg move closer to it. I think it, it like, would have start- if he lifted the... B- egg out of the glass and uh-huh. like cracked it open over a hot pan <laughs> he's just whistling and, uh, and one cool he's, scene he's whistling we- fucking steamboat willie the whole time <laughs> <laughs> fuck it they got the right motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> but i did think it was cool when they went uh into that ice cave yeah and all yeah, those fucking yeah. spiders came out and shit that yeah, was some lord cool of the rings hell. all the practical effects they used in this were really fucking cool too Mm-hmm. And uh, and they were uh, I watched one of those because uh, every time they wrap up uh, a season, they wind up doing one of those gallery episodes where I they kind of show the making of. I watched that too. Yeah, and that was even uh, those spider designs were apparently based on old Ralph McQuarrie art, mm-hmm. which is why I really had that genuine kind of like organic Star Wars feel to it. And Ralph McQuarrie was he was uh, he was the concept artist uh, for the original three movies. Oh, okay. uh, specifically the first two. Uh, he did a little bit on the third, but uh, the ma- the first movie he was the primary uh, artist on, and then the second one he also kind of helped move that along too. So you're getting quality. Yeah. <laughs> and, but the one scary thing though is like ever since the Disney reboot, they've been pulling Ralph McQuarrie style art to put in it like rejected pieces so like for instance uh force awakens uh when they're walking into that town and they've got the uh that big overpass looking thing that eventually um um the millennium falcon fucks up as they're flying away on that little arch was an old piece of artwork that ralph had that just never got used yeah so eventually they're gonna run out of these pieces i was gonna say is he still alive or has he been dead for a long time i think he's been dead for a while i, I could be wrong Okay. Someone's probably yelling at us on the Discord right now because I know uh, it. sorry, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so but yeah, I, th- I think he has passed. But either way, they're gonna run out of shit. But yeah, mm. th- but no, I, th- I thought that part was pretty cool. But he fucks up the Razor Crest pretty fucking good. And uh, that was directed see. by Peyton Reed. That's an- that's another thing that's interesting about you know just all the Disney series in general or Mandalorian seasons in general. It's like the amount of the directors they use for every episode are all you know pretty big heavyweights in their industry and everything too and they all have different takes but still are able to tell a cohesive story together yeah oh yeah and i forgot this one also uh, had a call back at the beginning of it uh some x-wing fighters were trying to pull him over yeah. and then at the end they catch him again and he's just like mother fuck and then they're like well 
we heard you did some good shit. We're going to let you go. <laughs> and then he was just like, we can you help me fix my ship? And they're like, fuck you. <laughs> they fly away. <laughs> Way to go, re- rebels. I know. Right? <laughs> I know. That, that's the funny thing is like the few times we do see like rebels in the show, they're dicks. Yeah. yeah. The rebels are fucking assholes in this series. <laughs> but that's what it was. Like when you meet up with them, it's like, hey, fuck Red Leader. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They die like a bitch. <laughs> We're seeing what happens when the rebellion wins. <laughs> then we got episode three, chapter eleven, the Harris or the Harris, 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 Harris. Well, it's the Harris, y'all. Kamala Harris. <laughs> uh, new planet Trask. Uh, the Frog Lady reunites with her husband, and they wind up uh, meeting up a Bo-Katan and uh, her WWE friend. Yeah. <laughs> Bo-Katan is where all the uh, squid people were, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, Bo-Katan is a person. Uh, oh. Trask uh, was ah. the name of the planet. Trask. That's what it was. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that that was the one. And, <laughs> I'm probably stepping in some fucking hot water here, opening up a door for Chris. <laughs> but it really felt like there were some big time racist undertones in this episode to the calamari. Yeah. And like, seriously, Mando the entire time, he's like, fucking calamari. And I'm yeah. just like, God damn. <laughs> even, though, even though they are like the. Uh the flagship characters in the yes! Star Wars fight. You know? uh, yes! Yeah, like, again, they're the like, most consistently used character, one of the more consistently used species in the fucking Star Wars universe. But <laughs> yeah. it just felt very odd that he was kind of using it almost as like a racial slur. I'm just like, just with the vibe he was putting out with oh, it. This is a bounty hunter. This isn't a rebellion leader or anything <laughs> like that. It's like watching the Sopranos. You're watching a group a group of, you know, just awful people. <laughs> oh! That's what you've... Uh, just oh! 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 <laughs> Fucking Mandalorian. I can't do it right now. I have to watch the fucking uh, Sopranos again. Yep. Fucking uh, Grugo over here eating all the fucking eggs. (laughs) (laughs) I thought this was a good episode, though, because there were some pretty intense moments. Um, I liked uh, the moment where he was invited on the ship by that one fucking dude. I had seen that creature before. I think he was a Jedi or something in one Mm. of the prequels or a creature like that. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, these these were not good guys. It, but the fucking scene of them snatching the child away and then kicking him into the water and then closing the gate, that was super intense. Yeah, like all the uh, action sequences throughout this whole season are... They've really stepped their game up some too, mm-hmm. and Bryce Dallas uh, Bryce Dallas Howard directed this one too. So there's uh, Ron yeah, Howard's daughter, yeah, Ron Howard's daughter. So there's a lot of uh, a lot of storytelling genes involved in this one too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, yeah, they, like I said, there there was just a bunch of there was just a bunch of moments in that that just really felt like good and intense, and I honestly felt for the Mandalorian because. He's been just trying to find more of his kind the entire time. I just want some friends. Yeah, and it's like the previous episode, he doesn't know who the fuck uh, Boba Fett is. He just looks at as another Mandalorian, so he's like, you know, kind of like a little, you know, I would I wouldn't say excited, but maybe like hopeful that he finally found like another one of his kind, and then all of a sudden he takes the helmet off and he's like, wait. Who the fuck are you? And then in this episode, he's like, oh shit, there's three of them. And then all three take off their helmets. And he's just like, son of a bitch. And, and, <laughs> and Bo-Katan is the one from uh, the TV show, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I know that's been a bit, 
big character and a big, uh, you know, mm-hmm. a, a very popular character for folks that watch. Was it Rebels or was it the other one? Rebels. Rebels. Yeah. Okay. I know Star Wars fans. Shut the fuck up. I've got, <laughs> I, I, I have things to do. There's hey, too I mu- don't watch the animated series either. There's so. too much Star Wars now. There we, is. There really is too much Star Wars now, so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think we've not finished uh, the trilogy uh, watch-alongs? Because they're awful. <laughs> <laughs> they're not awful. It's just they wrote a character who was terrible. Right. <laughs> and they put all of them in a movie. <laughs> nah, but I like Bo-Katan a lot, too. Yeah. I she's, a- I, she's, she's one of the few characters I really hated this season. Really? really? I just uppity Mandalorian. <laughs> All right. well, explain that. I'm curious. I, was, I just, you know, the whole the whole dynamic of the Mandalorians is they're defeated people. Yeah, and I understand that. At no point does she ask Mando, like, "Hey, where's the rest of you?" Mm-hmm. You know, she's supposed to be this queen of some shit to the yeah, Mandalorian, trying to get the sword back. But at no point is she actively trying to help and find other Mandalorians. Like the ones who disappeared in episode, like the last episode yeah, of season you're one. Right, you're you know right. what I'm saying? It's just, it, it bothers me that, like, oh, I just want a fucking sword. Mm-hmm. And they made her more dynamic in the in the Rebel show, but even then, she was just like one sided, one mind kind of. Was just like pretty one dimensional. And I'm just like, if I shot you in the fucking knee right now, no one would know your fucking name. <laughs> and, and you know me, I don't like jumping around the episodes too hard. But uh, I saw this online, and it 100 actually kind of plays into what you're talking about here. Uh, in that scene, uh, Mando was talking to them about you know the whole n- not taking the helmet off, all that bullshit. And she's just like, that that's stupid rules that are made up by the old gods, you know that that, that that's hokey religion bullshit, you know. Don't follow that. Fast forward to the end of the fucking uh, series, Mando's trying to hand her the sword, and she's like, I can't take it. I have to win it in a battle. It's one of the rules. I'm sorry. Earlier, you were just fucking bitching to Mando about not taking his helmet off. Now you won't take a goddamn sword. So I would have shot her when I met her. <laughs> yeah. So no, yeah. yeah. So that actually does kind of lend to what you were saying on that stuff. So she's just, inconsistency even with her own mindset. It's just she wants one thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, that's, and it's not that important. I understand. It's a relic and yeah. everything. And it's a... Like, Jesus Christ, like, get the fuck over it. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't, uh, Moff Gideon come back in this, uh, episode, or at least according to this, uh, he comes back saying he's given instructions to uh, crash the ship. Yeah, yeah, he's kind of the he's kind of a looming cutaway yeah. a couple times for a few episodes. Yeah. Like he like the he gets maybe like two minutes away. of screen time per episode for a little bit. But you got to remember he's still like flying to Albuquerque to sell meth too, right? <laughs> <laughs> and and kind of uh, setting up uh, international relations with the boys and all yeah. that shit too. <laughs> I was waiting for that one. <laughs> I was like, I'm he's Gian also Carlo taking care S- of Homelander, so I mean. And plus, you know, he's doing work for Far Cry 6. And it's, <laughs> he's just good at being a bad guy, isn't yeah. he? <laughs> he's Esposito, man. It's the shit. <laughs> no, nah, he really is. I, he, honestly, he's one of my... He's one of my new favorite villains in the Star Wars universe. Like he is genuinely good. You never and you never watched Breaking Bad, did you? No, all the way I didn't. Through? I'll do. He's then more if terrifying as Gus Fring. Yeah. yeah, watch him in that. You'll love it. The Chicken Man. I, 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 I know. Will, <laughs> I will eventually break down <laughs> and watch Breaking Bad. It just it's <sighs> it's work. It is a little work, but it's worth it. <laughs> I know, and that was the problem is I didn't have um, cable when it first came out. And they weren't putting that shit on Netflix initially. So by the time it went on Netflix, it was like four or five seasons in. Yeah. And I was just like, eh, 
I'm really not interested now. Oh, that might have been the TV show that kind of catapulted everybody wanting to binge everything. Oh, and and I'm not saying it's a bad show. I've just genuinely never watched it. <laughs> I know it's a Star Wars show. I just thought of that, you know, 10, 15 years later, whenever that fucking show initially came out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so... Um, but yeah, that's about all that happened in that episode. Yeah, but it, this, this was... Um, this was another scene that I really thought was interesting because this is when they hop on the ship and they try co- and they commandeer it. And this was when they kind of show that the Empire is super, super fucking in it. And I saw probably one like, you know, you know, when you see things like for the first time, how it can kind of hit you a little different. Then it's like after you watch it a few times, you're just like, oh, yeah, this is fucking cool as hell. Something about. Gideon telling that um, pilot, he's just like, no, you take the ship down. And he's just like, understood. Yeah. And like how all of a sudden it was a suicide mission, and he was just like, for the Empire. And I'm just like, good. Damn, like that, that hit a little different the very first time I saw it. Because we haven't gotten a, a villain like that in a outside of a movie really no and we have and we've also not seen the empire like willingly die for a cause like that kind of yeah. brainwashing cult-like mentality not not yeah unless the games and stuff yeah exactly so kind of seeing it in the forefront like that for the first time just kind of was a little unsettling for the first time viewing it you're just like we're just like oh this shit. damn and there's moments like that all throughout the this season mm-hmm. and that's what was just pretty impressive to me about it there was a few like god damn it's like the empire may be gone but they're still like fringe Evil motherfuckers yeah <laughs> that are like super crazy about it now it's like when uh, al-qaeda split and then they all had their uh you know the power vacuum came and they all became yeah. you know their own little subgroups yeah and then episode four chapter 12 the siege and, uh, directed by Carl Weathers. Yes. Apollo Creed. Yep. <laughs> and now, is, is it... I wonder how it is to, like, be in an episode and direct it at the same time. I imagine it's very personable. Yeah. Because you're in it. Mm-hmm. And apparently this was him dipping his toe into directing in general, if you yeah. watch the uh, behind-the-scenes deal uh, for this episode. Yeah. And, and you know what's kind of interesting is I look at someone like Carl Weathers, and and I know this is a bad assumption to make, but it's like I look at someone like him and I go, he can't enjoy this, you know. He's he has to be doing this for a paycheck, you know. He but then he, you but then you actually watch the behind the scenes things and you're like, holy shit, he's actually like paying attention to the lore and like you, getting you, into it. He's just thing about Carl Weathers. He really enjoys action sci-fi. Yeah, because yeah. he's Cause been he's doing it for a long time. Predator, Rocky. Um, He's in a lot of comedies too, where he makes fun of. Him. He's in Happy Gilmore for fuck's sake. Yeah, he gets his fucking so, arm chewed off. <laughs> but like, when it comes to action, you know, he knows he's kind of like Arnold. He knows there's humor, mm-hmm. and he and they just love being in the action genre because yeah. built, he's built for that. Because you can't tell it by looking at him. He's like seventy something. Yeah, but he's like built like a brick shit house because yeah. he used to be a bodybuilder mm-hmm. like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, and like he, he's a solid dude, like. I wouldn't want to fight that motherfucker, even at this age. Like, I'm about but, to look up how old he is. But, but that's also kind of my point, though, is like, even at his age, and like, you, you hear the way he talks and everything. He is very well spoken and educated. And it just, it seems like the actors that are like very well spoken, educated, take their craft super seriously, like that, that they look at something like Star Wars or a Marvel film and go, oh, that's just fluff popcorn mumbo jumbo bullshit so to actually just see someone you know that you know is clearly you know just so defined as an actor 
enjoy himself in the field of Star Wars, especially at that age, was just really nice to see. At the ripe old age of 73. Yeah. But yeah, he's been. But we're also in a Star Wars universe where story absolutely fucking matters now. Yeah. And the, the story is taken more seriously and not just thrown together as a fucking Happy Days reunion or some mm-hmm. shit like that. Yeah. And this is the episode um, where they find out they're trying to capture uh, the kid because uh, they're trying to get more blood because Dr. Pershing, mm. the Nazi looking uh, imperial fucking oh, yeah, the <laughs> scientist. Yeah. yeah. And he even talks with like a German accent too. I'm just like, y'all are trying. Yeah, y'all are really reaching for the Nazi personality with you these gotta guys. Remember, man, gotta remember those uniforms. Yeah, <laughs> fucking crisp. I mean, I, I guess they're not called stormtroopers for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> but, like South Park, I will say South Park does a really good thing about this. I like the that member one. berries. Yeah, he's like, do you guys remember stormtroopers? Yeah, I remember stormtroopers. And he walks. He's like, and the old no, one no, rolls no. Out. I, I'm talking about. St- Stormtroopers. It's like, oh, you're talking about Nazis. Ah, shit. Um, we also get more force lore where uh, the child's blood has a high M count. Yeah, they bring back the Midilor- uh, Midalorian thing. But they just kind of Midalorians. Midalorians. Mandalorians. Mandalorians. Mandalorian is a kind of disease. Mandalorians. Mandalorians attack the penis. <laughs> <laughs> they have to wear a little helmet on it. <laughs> it shoots lasers. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> oh, damn, he's got a bad case of dick lasers. <laughs> must have a night. Must have a night. Uh, high M count. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so I thought that bitches. was interesting. They, uh, they kind of reworded it to M count. Um, and they're kind of keeping the, uh, the midichlorians uh, going. How, how do you guys feel about that? It's a, it's a canon, so you can't really yeah. do nothing about it. Yeah, what do you just, think about midichlorians in general, though? With with enough time kind of passed, it's still fucking. It's yeah, fuck. it's, like, you, it's so fucking terrible. Don't man. make a make up a fake. You could just before. say there's an energy in the universe yeah. that is attracted to certain people. That's all you had to fucking say. You put a fake science to your fake religion. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's it's what just, happens. It's, 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 so, it's so stupid. But I will say, like, I didn't notice it until like I had to watch it a second time. Horatio Sands is in this. Yeah, Horatio Sands is the, the uh, is the blue guy. He's Mithral in this episode. Or, yeah, Mithril. Uh, uh, <laughs> I thought that I, I thought he was a pretty funny character because he's an SNL alum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he had like genuine good like comedy timing and stuff no. like that. He hadn't done anything in a long time that I can think of. He's, you know, was that my speeder? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, he's a uh, oh fuck. What was he? He's. I want to say he's in. I forget what movie it was. I think it's Tomcats. He's in that, but I can't remember anything else. He's I in. can't either. He just he, he might have been one of the Happy Gilmore movies. He did a he, he did a lot Adam of Sandler movies. Yeah, he did a lot of uh, just movies that, that came in theaters and I never saw. Mm. He was uh, '80s Billy Joel in Step Brothers. <laughs> That's right. He's <laughs> yes. like woo, piano man. He's like, sir, sir, we, we're only doing uh, <laughs> we're only doing '80s era Billy Joel. <laughs> He's like, woo, come on, piano. I say it. <laughs> he's like, boo, play piano. Man. He's a like, motherfucker. He just gets off the stage for stomping his ass. That might have been, that might have been his most famous movie role. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> uh, what did you guys think of the uh, the chase scene at the end uh, with the, the Tie Fighters and the um, uh, Cardoon? No, um, was it Cardoon? Yeah, uh, yeah, with her character and Carl Weathers trying to get away. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. All, again, all the action scenes in this are pretty fucking sweet. I laughed my ass off uh, at the start of that battle when the um, the scout troopers hopped on the fucking um, their little dirt bike speeder things and fucking was going down that hill. Is I'm watching it. 
and all the fucking rocks and everything. And I'm going, really? They're going to navigate all of that? And Okay, yeah. whatever. <laughs> and then sure enough, one guy bounces just wrong, hits another guy, and like two or three of them get wiped out in the middle of like trying to go down there. I'm just like, oh, yes. Thank you. That's Car- fucking hilarious. Carl Weathers and John Favreau were both like, we we know y'all thought about this. <laughs> and uh, and I liked how uh, Mando got to have a, a Han Solo moment. Yeah. How he just swooped in last minute and uh, ticked off those last couple um, uh, top fighters uh, yeah. for everyone. They're like, oh, shit, yeah. At least he didn't say, yee-haw. <laughs> <laughs> well, he could have given a home. salute. <laughs> Right. Uh, I think it was uh, in the Discord. Paul brought yeah. it up. The Rocketeer. Yeah. And I, I get it. You know, the Rocketeer is a good, but the salute thing, still fucking stupid. That's why I brought it up. Yep. And uh, and the wrap up on this one is you found out that um, in the previous episode, or actually at the beginning of this episode, an Imperial spy was actually working on the Razor Crest and put a tracker on it. Yeah. Yep. So now they, they know where he is they at go, all times. They go to uh, Corvus for their next destination. Yes. Episode 5, Chapter 13, The Jedi. This was one of my favorite episodes of the season. And again, yep. they brought a character from the uh, TV show mm-hmm. into this. Yeah, Rebels of Clone Wars. Yeah, another character that I didn't know anything about before this. And Ahsoka only goes ass to mouth sometimes in the heat of the moment. <laughs> I would have loved that part of the movie where old boy just came back into the room. I fucking knew it. Like, <laughs> that's why our M-count is so fucking high. <laughs> oh, and uh, what's his name is in this movie uh, or in this in this episode? Michael Bean. Yeah. Yeah. Which one's Michael Bean? He's in like every '80s movie. <laughs> he's uh he played Johnny Ringo in, oh, <laughs> in Tombstone. Guy, he played yeah. in uh, he played in Aliens. He played uh, uh fucking the guy that was fucking Sarah Connor in Terminator. You have to say it was in the first Terminator. Michael Reese. Yeah. I Kyle re- Reese. I didn't realize he was fucking Johnny Ringo. Yeah, that's Johnny Ringo. He's that's- the uh I want to say he's the only one that couldn't grow a mustache. But he kind of has a mustache. Oh, he's got that, a fake mustache. That was all, but that's why his mustache looks so weird to his face. Right. <laughs> but everybody grew a mustache except for him. But yeah, he's he's Johnny Ringo. What does fucking Val Kilmer say to him? We're just like, well, I don't feel, I guess I'm not dying today or, or, oh, yeah, or something like, along those lines. He's like, he pulls out, the, he shows that badge. Yeah. And he says, oh, it's legal. And it's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. He's going to this motherfucker up. <laughs> Oh, don't get me started. My fight's not with you, Lunger. (laughs) Don't get me me started. We'll do a whole podcast on Tombstone. (laughs) For the rest of the episode, for the next hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes, we're just going to be quoting that movie. (laughs) The reason I really like this one, and I even count the fucking new uh, movies too, this is the first time since the prequel movies we have seen an established Jedi genuinely have a lightsaber battle. Yep. Yep. Because even in the new movies, none of them were Jedi. They were just swinging around fucking lightsabers, you know, just brawling, which is fine. But Ahsoka was fighting with a purpose. Mm-hmm. She was calculated. She moved quick. She moved like a Jedi. It was paced like a kung fu movie. Yes, it really... that Exactly. This movie... This movie Jedi yeah, style. See, see, <laughs> see, I did it too, Chris. This movie... This episode really had a kung fu movie vibe to Tiger it. style. That's what, the, that's what those old Star Wars movies were supposed to be, you know? Kung yeah. fu meets, you know, uh, hero... Space Western, yeah, Seven space, Samurai. Exactly. <laughs> Seven Samurai, Space Western. Exactly. Yeah. And now they're getting back into that with uh, with this series, with the Jedi fights. Yeah. And uh, I really liked uh, Lang. That's Michael Bean. Yeah. 
Do what? It was Michael Bean. Johnny okay. Ring, Johnny Ringo. <laughs> okay. Uh, then who am I? Oh, uh, Morgan. Uh, uh, Morgan uh, Elspeth. That's yeah. who I'm thinking of. That I liked her character. Oh, a lot. the big bad. Yeah, I liked her a lot. She she had a good menacing presence to her. Does she get killed or does she get? A, does she escape? She gets got at the end. She gets got at the end. Okay, it's been a minute. It's been since before I couldn't remember Christmas. If she, I couldn't remember if she died or just got reprimanded. But she also gives. Oh, but she also gives. Uh, surrenders the spear exactly because she fights with the spear and that's what i'll say and that's what gave it that real like kung fu vibe because nope. that's when you learn that a lightsaber can't cut through beskar yeah and so you actually have that fight with ahsoka and her in that fucking beautiful kind of like water garden area yeah. that yeah. Right, kind of reminded me of uh, kill bill yeah when uma thurman has to fight yes. uh lucy lou and, uh, oh, great pull! Yes, I yes, know. Yes. I like that. I will, if you take the music away and just start playing that music for fucking Kill Bill, that the, down, the, the spaghetti western down, sound down. of music, yeah, mm-hmm. it's fucking that Ennio Morricone shit. Uh huh. And I also, <laughs> I want the next Star Wars movie to have that so bad. And so far, we've kind of talked about I want to hear like, it the big the ruckus. Act- <laughs> and so far, we've talked about like the big actiony scenes, like you know Ahsoka's intro, mm-hmm. and you know in the fight, you know in the water garden, but. A lot of really good exposition too. Like we actually find out the kid's name, Grogu. Now that's all. This eats, is the episode, and I yeah. think I think it's the same episode. You find out he eats uh, what was this uh, macaroons? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody gave him a macaroon. <laughs> oh, that was uh, yeah, that was the previous episode. Yeah, like, Sorry, I forgot fuck? to mention that one. So macaroons are real. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> macaroons are fucking uni- universal. <laughs> <laughs> Frost cookies. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that was the previous episode. I forgot to mention that. That was a pretty funny moment where. Uh, where Grogu was kind of looking at the uh, the kid next to him and was just like, hey, yo, can I, like, have one of those? And the kid clearly was just like, these are mine, motherfucker. Like, it's like, there, no. It's like, there was no words exchanged between either, but, like... That's when Grogu's, like, just kind of gives him... Yeah, yeah, Grogu just lifts his hand, and he was like, yoink, it takes the whole fucking thing. Just kind of, like, gives him a little stink eye, too. Uh-huh, like, fuck you, I said I wanted those. I was Sith, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's when the baby Yoda turns or Grogu turns. Yeah, yeah. By the but, way, how'd y'all feel about you know the name reveal? We all just like, nah, fuck that. He's baby Yoda. I, 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 I really actually no feeling about it. It's just it's a name and a character. Um, yeah, I was thrilled that we finally got a name. That way, people would hopefully quit calling him Baby Yoda. I would have liked the name of the species more. <laughs> and, and you know what? I'm really interested that they haven't revealed that part of it yet. Of all things, they still haven't revealed the name of the species, which is mm. odd. But no. Um, kind of leave a little bit of mystery in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. But the name Grogu? Like the Force? <laughs> <laughs> um, I was torn on the name because the first time I heard it, I heard Groku. <laughs> like Dragon Ball Z. Yes, that's all I thought. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's gonna be him when he gets Four older. Four episodes later. <laughs> no, that's when fucking. Uh, no, no, no. That's Wandavision. If you look online. No, di- <laughs> di- di- Disney's gonna buy out the production company that does Dragon Ball Z, and they're gonna do crossovers. Oh god. But no. So, so when I heard the name Grogu, Super I thought Grogu. Grogu. <laughs> yeah. So that was that was the only disconnect I had. I was like. They could have picked a better fucked up name to use than that. You know, again, we're in a world where people have names like, uh, like we said, uh, all these outlandish names, and then there's Ben and Luke. <laughs> yeah. So I, I thought that was cool, but there was a lot of really I would have nice been happy visual. if it was like a one syllable name. Yeah, that would have been fine. This is Chuck. 
Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me how fun that would have been if his name was Chuck or something, or something of that effect. Like, this is Puck. The Je- Jedi Master Brian. Yeah. <laughs> Jedi Master Chad. <laughs> but I thought there was a lot of really nice visuals in this one. Like yeah. uh, Ahsoka and uh, Grogu kind of sitting up on the rock, having like that force talk. Well, the whole, with, like, that the whole moon fight is kind of, is, like when you first see her, like when she pulls up them lightsaber, yeah. it's, it's real dark and shady, you know? Let me tell you about the Force. This is the Jedi version of the birds and the bees. You see what happens is that many chlorians can impregnate, you know, unfertilized eggs (laughs) if you use the Force well enough. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, so uh, Ahsoka winds up winning the battle, and uh, she winds up up giving the spear to uh, the Mandalorian because she's like, this belongs to you. It's Beskar. You are worthy. Yeah, basically. And that made me kind of stoked because all of a sudden I'm less like, Oh shit, my boy's got a melee weapon now. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I'm just like, oh yeah. Jetpacks, blasters, uh-huh, so gunships. Like, so now I'm just sitting here going, I'm just like, shit's going to kick into high gear. I can't wait to see him use this fucking thing. <laughs> so as great as the character of Mandalorian is, the thing that sells him is his, you know, arsenal of fucking weapons. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, uh, what are they called? Uh, those needles in his arm? Those little rockets? Oh, oh uh, yeah, that too. Shit. Oh, fuck. Same it to our bird. Ha- Sparrows. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah. I was going to say, if you hadn't asked me, I could have told you. <laughs> I was going to say, I just always called them just like little wrist rockets. <laughs> <laughs> I got my wrist rockets. <laughs> pew, pew. And then episode six, chapter 14, The Tragedy. Oh, yeah, this is the Boba Fett episode. Yeah, I was going to say, we might as well not even bury the lead on this one. Boba Fett fucking returns on this one. Do you remember watching the uh, behind the scenes uh, thing with Robert Rodriguez on this episode? Yeah, he's like just sitting there playing a fucking guitar <laughs> yeah, and shit. He's sitting there just playing a guitar, and then he gets so into it when he uh, talks about when he gets the phone call to direct Boba Fett. He goes, oh my God, I'm going to direct Boba Fett's return. This is the greatest moment of my film career. Yeah, and he like literally stole- Didn't you make Dust Till Dawn, you piece of shit? <laughs> like, one of the greatest vampire movies of all time? Like, I'm, vampire western? Well, to Technically, it's two movies, motherfucker. It so, really is. So, like, it starts out as one thing. This is your biggest fucking moment? Well, to be, to be fair, it is like you are bringing back everybody's favorite fucking character, too. If he, if he puts uh, Quentin Tarantino and George Clooney in The Mandalorian <laughs> as just two guys traveling, just, that'd be the shit. Just like getting drunk and just like getting out of jams and Tatooine. Harvey Cotteel's got two kids in tow, you know, like oh a fucking space RV. <laughs> I want to see this movie. <laughs> and fucking Dark Knights playing. <laughs> Cheech Marin selling pussy. <laughs> yes. But yeah, so it starts out with uh, Mando dropping the kid off on a rock because Ahsoka said, take him to the seeing rock that's, and that's, he'll call that's, a Jedi. That's, 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 that's the problem I have. Okay, go ahead. Ahsoka doesn't really have much to do she doesn't really explain like what she's doing. Yeah. She's very vague. After she defeats old girl, Mm -hmm. gets the spear, gets it to him. She's like, here, take him here and you'll be good to go. You know? Yeah. And it's it's like, take him here. He'll call a Jedi something. Um, at no point as her, as a Jedi has the, uh, precept of, you know what? I'll ride with you, just in case. <laughs> just in case. Yeah. yeah. And when we get there, he'll do his little thing. I'll help him. I'll even show him. Yeah. Because 
I don't think you know dick about the Jedi, really, other than the fact that we're magicians. Where, where's the button to push? Yeah, where's the button to push? <laughs> yeah. where's, where's the thing I have to stab to get yeah. this motherfucker on his toes? But Well, no, that's what he said when he looked at the rock. He was like, is there a button we yeah, gotta push? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's a very layman term. You know? It's like, do you plug him in? Like, <laughs> do I shove another rock in him or something? Like, do, you, do the thing. <laughs> yeah, do it. <laughs> I was waiting for him to get like a little love tap like a stormtrooper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Work, goddammit. Do the roar. <laughs> but uh, at no point it's just like, oh man, you know, be really cool if you came along in hindsight, you know. And I could, like, they, he still could have got took with her there, but yeah. I'm still like, I think it would have been cooler of her like dropping two of those droids. Oh, yeah. And then one like, fuck this, and snatching them and dipping. Nah, her thing was just like, I'm here to drop in for a second just to plug in the show that I'm going to do a whole series on yeah. on and Disney honestly, Plus. I can't wait for that. I oh, think yeah. that's going to be cool. I would like the Mando to show in. And it's like, hey, bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bro. And, and also, I'm really happy it was uh, Rosario Dawson. Yeah, yeah, she fit that role perfect. She's because she has always been a fucking like nerd from the start. She's campaigned this and she's wanted it. And, and it's like you can, anyway. and yeah. it's like you can tell by her role, like her portrayal of it, she wanted it. <laughs> I think the I remember hearing uh, somebody talk about her. I think it was Kevin Smith or something like that saying that the only thing left on our list is uh, Star Trek. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> I can see, I can see them doing Star Trek. And um, in this one. I, so yeah, so uh, oh yeah, we talked about uh, Boba Fett in the beginning. Haven't mentioned it since. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he so Grogu all of a sudden turns fucking you know Buddha, legs crossed, hands out, fucking oh bullshit with the fucking blue around him. I got to get my M count up, bro. <laughs> Mando can't get in, and all of a sudden, off in the distance, we see a familiar ship land, and we're like, oh fuck! And sure enough, it's Boba Fett. Now, before this episode, okay, before the episode opinions, what did you guys genuinely feel? I feel like we talked about it a little bit on the last episode, but as a recap, what did you guys really think about Boba Fett before this series? Before the series, I thought he was an overrated character that, you know, looked looked cool. Yeah, he was a toy. He was an action figure. Yeah. With no depth whatsoever. So A blind man whooped his ass. Yeah. (laughs) Accidentally. (laughs) That's what it's called when you get your ass by, well, by a blind man. <laughs> a blind man said, "I beat you with skill, motherfucker." And the whole and his whole point in Return of the Jedi is to like show off all his little uh, gadgets. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so how do you guys now feel about him? Kind of seeing the action role he was given. I'm glad he's back. I'm mm-hmm. glad they got the guy to play Django. Yeah, I I'm thought a, that was a really great. Pull. And that guy's a great actor anyway. Yeah, fuck it. Uh, what's his name? Jason Momoa. Uh, it's like one of the few actors is like, oh my god, I can't do Aquaman without this man. Yeah, he's yeah. in that movie too. Mm-hmm. And he's a big uh, Fennec Shand is the wait, no, never, wait, no, no, no. The guy that plays the, the, the guy that plays uh, Boba Fett is a big. Uh, what do you call it? It's what the Rock is. Um, Samoan. Samoan. Okay. Yeah. He's, a, he's big in the Samoan community. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, him being in is awesome. And watching the behind the scenes, he was so excited to oh, get yeah. to play Boba Fett. Like, he was loving every I second I can't wait till they bring it. back fucking uh, Ray Park. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tamora Morrison is the guy's name. Okay. Yeah, be, so, I might be saying it wrong. <laughs> Just I thought FYI. That, I thought it was cool as hell. And Still Morrison. And, <laughs> and I will say, fucking brutal fights with him. Oh, man, he like beat that fucking Stormtrooper star- dead with a stick. Yeah, yeah, his fight style is 
brutal. It's like, holy shit, he's a warrior. Yeah. And I'm glad they brought, uh, what's her name? Um, the sniper. Yeah, they brought her back, too. Yeah, that's the Dude, she's, she, Right now, she's on the like Disney trifecta. Do you know that? Mm-mm. Okay. She was the voice of Mulan. Okay. She's in Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, she plays Melinda May. Okay. And now she's in the Star War. Nice. Working her way up. Dude, mm-hmm. she sent the fucking the triple double, man. Like it's mm-hmm. she's gonna be a lead role. She's gonna be a, a new hero a full on hero. She's gonna get her own hero flick here before too long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, and she was in Street Fighter. Oh shit. She was yeah, Chun Lee. Oh, it's so terrible. <laughs> that's, that's why I never saw it. It's so good though. And uh, it's like watching a dumpster catch on fire. <laughs> but yeah, you I can't take your eyes away from it. <laughs> I absolutely loved that first fight scene with Boba against the stormtroopers. Oh that man, he's just walking so up on them like it ain't shit. Even the other stormtroopers like backing the fuck up. Yeah, like seriously, <laughs> it, it was just like. It's, and the, I remember the one that got me too was one was writhing on the ground like, "Oh my god, I'm done," kind of bullshit. Motherfucker, just walking, dragging that fucking uh, cane shit he had, and fucking. That's a. <laughs> Whap! That's the same uh, cane they use for the Tusken Raiders. Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we finally get a fight that Boba Fett does where, you know, it's the fight we've been wanting to see on, on screen for decades now at this point. Yeah. Now, as fans, we enjoyed it, but as objective mindsets, do you think that was overkill no. to shut people up? No. Nah. No. no. It, it, I don't like, think I don't like, think about it like I, I take the fanboy comment on the internet thing out of it. Like, like, do I like to, it? If then, you was to take it away from the Star Wars and just mm-hmm. treat it as a story, right? Let's say it was like the old West, like this motherfucker was left for dead. Yeah, we don't know much about him, but he was left for dead. He was a bounty hunter left for dead. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's going to come back hard. Mm-hmm. If you're going to bring him back, he's going to come back kind of like John, like a John Wick character. Yeah, there you go. There, there you I go. can't I can't leave people alive to fuck kill me later on like it's a very total war mentality he's gonna yeah. have going in now he's he's not as one-sided as some other characters you know he mm-hmm. wants his armor mm-hmm. but he's got another thing he's got to do after that like he's going back to tattooing he's got other goals he's got a schedule he's got to keep yeah and meeting mando is one of them yeah so he and oh, i love the whole uh the whole bo katan Mm-hmm. thing and the whole Mandalorian thing anyway. Oh, well, actually, let's go ahead and get to that one because that's the next episode. Uh, the, this episode basically uh, uh, wraps up with uh, the, the Dark Troopers, which, holy fuck, yeah, <laughs> those yeah. were cool as shit. They needed uh, those motherfuckers. Yeah, mm-hmm. they go down there, rip the child out, shoop, I think they have those the because the Praetorian Guard are shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I thought it would be cool if it was a Praetorian Guard. You got to that get to see what cool those things too. can do. Yeah. Bunch of, red, bunch of red shirts dropping down. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, so then after that, and then uh, Mando runs back to um, fucking uh, Cancel Lady and goes, hey, we need help. And then she yeah. winds up calling in fucking Mayfield. It's just like, yes. Bo Burnham's we're breaking, back. We're breaking him out of jail. Did you we're say breaking Bo, him out. You say Bo Burnham. I did. <laughs> yeah, Bill Burr. Bill Burr. Bill Burr. Different comedian with two Bs. I know. I gotta get my alliterations mixed up. God damn it. Hey, I, need you, I, need you, I need you to get in this uh, spaceship, Slave 2. Jesus Christ. What is your first ship called? Genocide 1? <laughs> <laughs> you helmet wearing fuck. Hey, did you see the fucking Buccaneers in my boy? Huh? Did you see Brady? <laughs> fucking Tom Brady, Brady. dude. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> the greatest of all time. 
No, but his character is fucking great in this episode. Oh, God, he's awesome. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, rolling into that next episode, uh, episode seven, chapter 15, The Believer, in which uh, Dune uses her new credentials as a marshal of the New Republic to transfer Mayfield out and uh, helps locate Moff Gideon's cruiser. And, yeah, at the same time, uh, Mando and Boba are running off trying to gain some extra assistance. And, yeah, that scene with Bo-Katan and Boba Fett at the goddamn I them, uh, I would let them, though, right there just tear each other apart. That was yeah. so good. Oh, my God. I, that 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 was one, I would say maybe top three favorite little brawl moments. Because, yeah. it, because both of them were just shit talking the entire time. I wouldn't do that, princess. Don't call me princess. <laughs> All that shit. I'm just like, God But damn. he pulls out his wrist. He's like, look, it's mine, bitch. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> I don't know. My favorite scene in this entire series is still in this one where... Um, the both Bill, yeah, both Bill Burr and uh, the uh, Mando are in the cafeteria, you know, wearing oh, costumes. Man. The subtlety of that, fuck it, like, and they got one of the coolest guys to be the Imperial guy. Mm-hmm. He's in a lot of horror movies. Yeah. He was in Three from Hell, the okay. Rob Zombie movie, and he always plays that nasty fucking horror character. Yeah. He, like, gets in your face, and he's just sitting there talking about Operation Cinder. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys don't know what that is, it's on uh, Battlefront 2, right after... Uh, the second Death Star explodes. Mm-hmm. A robot is activated, and it's got the face. It's got a blank face, but a hologram of Palpatine's faces on it, and it has the Last Order on it. And as the Last Order is Operation Cinder, uh, the whole thing about Operation Cinder was it's, it's a it's a network of satellites that work like the Death Star. Yeah, that fire down below, and you actually fight that scene in the game. Yeah, and I'm so glad they brought that up because the game is canon. It is. And, you know, it's about a special forces stormtrooper who joins the rebellion and you meet Luke Skywalker and all that. But I really love that they brought that up because Bill Burr survived that shit. And he does that, that mentality, that, that, that subtlety a little bit. He's like, why'd we do it? Mm-hmm. Why'd we have to? It's like, if, it's what I imagine an Iraqi war vet would say to Dick Cheney. <laughs> yeah. Tell me, tell me why we had to take that fucking city. Huh? <laughs> You fucking piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, even the lead up to that scene was really good because uh, Mando was being questioned the entire time about, you know, his, we need you to take his off your honor, <laughs> taking off the helmet. Uh-huh. And it's like, they were ha- it was almost getting incon- so inconvenient for him having yeah. to constantly having to wear the helmet and find new ways to wear a helmet and shit yeah. like that. So, like, the lead up, but he's just, but at the same time, I actually, I'm probably in the minority here, but. The one thing I kind of didn't care for, I felt it coming, but the one thing I didn't care for in this season was they created a lot more of a father-child relationship. And for some reason, that for, just felt a little too... For Grogu and uh, Mando? Yeah. Uh, th- I, that felt a little too Disney to me. That part got a little eh. I think, I think, I think it was necessary... Or- Natural, uh, more than anything, because you know they've been together. This will be a second season, though. Yeah, yeah. he spent his whole time protecting this mm-hmm. one thing. But I guess just kind of comparing it to like a dad and child thing just kind of made me go like, oh, well, I see, like, well, like, well, think yeah. about his all his all his people are dead. Yeah, yeah he doesn't have anybody. Yeah, he, he doesn't, doesn't have any friends. You know, he's a child still. You know, it's yeah. no different than uh, you know, a boy and his dog. Yeah, like, yeah, like a boy and a dog, <laughs> or um. Oh fuck! Like up. Well, see, yeah, yeah. and see, like, like, he, like he takes like, care of that fucking Boy Scout asshole. Yeah, yeah. but he never. But see, I would have liked it if they had kept it like that and never 
on the nose said he sees you like a father or like kind of had dad moments because like with up they never the, the grandpa never says you're like my kid you know yeah. it, that's why i felt like that kind of worked it's like it was implied well, that was a, like that that's that's the span of a day this is a span of almost a year probably yeah Give yeah, or take maybe, ep- yeah. 15 yeah. episodes. You give, yeah. However, honestly, however where I, time works in fucking Star Wars. Right. I, honestly, kind of thinking back on this a little bit, I feel like season one and two was probably the span of about two to three weeks. Could have been, yeah. I feel Could've like been. this is about a month nope. of action. I can see where you're coming from on it. Yeah. But I see... I see I didn't have a problem with it. I neither. Mm-hmm. And, and but but I will say it was a good motivator for him taking off the helmet, doing yeah. the face scan, and all that shit. And that Bill Burr doesn't even have to say anything. They're just kind of looking at each other like I ain't saying nothing. And that was actually a really good scene when he was just like, "Hey, I didn't see nothing." Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like did. when he walked up to him, the fucking imperial guys walking up to Pedro Pascal, and he's just like, "And here comes Bill Burr. Oh, this is Death Bill." Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, mortar Imme- attack on Coruscant, man. It's fucking wild. And that was great how he just immediately covers for he him, can't too. Hear, I'm he just can't like, for yes. shit. <laughs> and, and I thought that was also a really cool character thing they did for um, Bill's character. Because in the uh, first time we see him in season one, he's just kind of a little bit of a mercenary prick. Yeah. He, he's basically just Bill Burr in space, you know? <laughs> it's just a bandit. Yeah, so it's like for this one to kind of him still have that attitude they didn't neuter the character he still had the attitude but for it to all of a sudden show oh he has an attitude because he's actually kind of emotionally in tune and he doesn't like what's going on he's a he's a former soldier who's lost Mm -hmm. who's lost faith in what he's was supposed to do that's why that's why he became a bounty hunter yeah or whatever a, a a a thug and, and that yeah. and that gave his character just so much more weight and yeah. like meaning that it just it, it really kind of pulled that, through. That, the whole scene when they're at the table is very fucked up because he's yeah. sitting there being subtle as possible and the guy's like oh yeah fucking empire all the way to you, the empire yeah you know sacrifice all this and bill burr's like for what motherfucker uh-huh yeah huh? the rebels have more fucking heart than you and when he brought up cinder i'm like ah oh, Fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and that that chuckle, and then uh, he gets his Han shot first moment. I love the moment where Pedro, uh, the Mando, does turn to him like, "Motherfucker, we're supposed to be in." I would have loved it if they did. I would have loved it if they did the Kurt Russell thing from Tombstone, and where it's like everybody's standing at the OK Corral, then the music goes, and then it's Kurt Russell. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the big shootout. Just everybody's opening the fuck up on each other. And the poor guy, the poor bastard. I got to bring this guy up. The poor bastard stormtrooper, who's just in the cafeteria. <laughs> He's like, I was going to sit at the cool kids' table, but y'all turned into fucking Columbine. All of a sudden, I'm just going to put I my can, goddamn tray down. I guess I got to pull out my gun now. I've Fuck. Only, I've only been here for two goddamn days. <laughs> there really was. There was like someone in the back seriously about to fucking sit down to eat, and it was just like, God Fuck. damn it! Now I got to take care of this. Now I got to die. <laughs> We talk- you know that poor bastard's been running transpo like the other guys and yeah. getting shot at and fucking thrown <laughs> by natives and shit. <laughs> and because of that, this might... I know uh, the, the next episode is everybody's favorite episode in the whole series, but mm-hmm. this one might be my favorite. Honestly, oh, the Siege is badass. Yeah. I, honestly, this one and the previous episode... I don't... 
I think the last three are kind of tied for me. I th- yeah, yeah I, I think the last pre- three were just all genuinely pretty fucking solid. And this is the one name, uh, one director's name that I didn't recognize out of the rest of them. Rick Fum- Fumanchu. Fum- mm. Yeah. <laughs> F F A M U Y or Y I. Famiwaya. Famiwaya. Yeah. Okay. That's an African name. Gotcha. No, he's from Hawaii. Yeah, but no, he's an African. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the um, I also like the uh, the ending of this one because um, they figure out where Gideon's ship is, and they're like, "All right, we're gonna get the motherfucker." And Mando sends a transmission. Yeah, and he's just like, "You cunt." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I he, will he does, find he, you. He does the whole uh, "You come to my house." Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm bringing with me pain. Uh-huh. I do love that though. How he just basically rolls in. He's just like, "I will find you." No, no, I will no, kill it's, you. It's the Rambo too. The uh-huh. yes, I'm coming for you. It really it's was. Like, the fucking, it really the was. sky gets dark. Even in the hologram, it gets a little dark. And uh-huh. it's just like even hologram scared because mouth getting hearing that is like. Turn that shit off. <laughs> he even does have like this look on his face of like, God damn fuck. it. I know kill him, but don't push me. <laughs> but then like the ending of it where he's like, he's got the dark the saber and he's like waving it in front of the child's face and everything. Yeah. He's just like, hey, you want this, don't you? <laughs> Killing like, stormtroopers. <laughs> uh-huh. I would have loved it if you just smashed one's helmet like, why he's still wearing the helmet. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and then finally... Episode 8, Chapter 16, The Rescue. And yeah, this this one's just full-out brawl the this entire the fan, fucking time. Uh, yeah, this is the fan service. This, this is so, the culmination of like two seasons of just what everybody has been waiting for in a yeah. Star Wars story. Because you don't really have uh, Boba Fett at all. He's no. MIA for no. the most of the episode. No, he, 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 he fucked for, off after the second. Yeah, but he, he did what he promised yep. to do. And Boba... And, oh, go back to that. The Razor Crest getting destroyed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Every t- I've seen the meme of it, uh-huh. and it still is like the funniest one out of the entire season. He's like, "Behold my stuff," and it's the razor crest blowing the fuck up, but it's just the spear that's left. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Behold my stuff. <laughs> I will actually, yeah, to rewind just a little bit. When that scene happened, th- like genuinely, like I didn't realize it until it, like a second or two later. My mouth actually opened a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I was just like, uh. Well, now what? <laughs> yeah, like literally, that was my thought. Was just like, uh, okay, well, there goes that action figure. <laughs> I bring you these fifteen. Oops, sorry, ten commandments. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this episode. Um, I forget what the uh, everything leads up to the very end. There's a lot of dark troopers. Yeah, yeah uh, actually, reading on this one, we might have gotten a little bit confused. This was the one where they enlist the help of Bo Katan. Yeah, that's what and, I was thinking. Uh, yeah, so we, we yeah. Are, is this the one where the Asian girl fights uh, Bo Katan's friend or whatever? I don't or is this remember. when Boba Fett like kicks the shit out of her, like kicks her in the stomach? Possibly. That Sasha Banks girl. Mm, okay. Sasha Banks, the wrestler. Yeah, that's who her friend is. No shit. Yeah, I didn't know that's that. That's what I said. WWE star. Like, <laughs> shit, I didn't realize that. Yeah. That's cool. Knock down drag out, man. I, fucking uh, current WWE is definitely is just not on my radar than than what they're doing business wise. Really. Okay. Yeah, this was the lead in. We actually did see uh, Boba Fett at the beginning. So part of the plan was for them to be able to crash land on the ship. Mm-hmm. So he, uh, Boba, was pretending like he was. Um, uh, being chased by uh, some people or whatever. It was kind of like flipping the script or whatnot. I forget exactly how it was working, but either way, 
it was to the point where he was trying to. X-wings. He was being chased by X-wings. Oh, yeah. oh, it was yeah, it was the flip. Uh, the uh, Bo-Katan and all of them were in a ship talking to them, going, "We're being chased by rebels, you know, this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. We need help. We need help." And it's just like trying to crash land, and then uh, Boba Fett fucks off. He was just like the distraction. Yeah, that was his. That was his thing. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, they they crash land in there, and then they get out all uh, James Bond. Um, uh, Mission Impossible style, uh, knock out a bunch of people, and then um, the Mandalorian runs into the Dark Troopers that they find out were being charged up. Yeah, and holy fuck, those things are over fucking powered. Yeah, <laughs> we got like the uh, the super battle droids in Episode Two. That was like the next best thing before yeah. Uh, yeah. the Dark Troopers, as far as you know, disposable minions in but, Star yeah. Wars. But these fucking things, like when. Uh, when uh, Mando's trying to race over to the door, you know, to close it to make sure they don't get out, and that one, you know, sneaks out anyway. Holy fuck! That when he when he's like holding them up against the wall and using like that robot punch of just like pop 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 pop, yeah, just like brutally bashing in his head. I'm just like, God damn, they're getting away with this. <laughs> Were these in uh, Battlefront or any of those no, games? No, these are brand new. Actually, they showed up once in the old Nintendo 64 PlayStation uh, game. Yeah, uh, it was it was like um, it was an RPG style Star Wars game, and they were one of the main bads. Hmm. So yeah, that was a pull from an old video game. Was this Jedi power battles? That I wouldn't know. I don't remember right off. But uh, you can look up info on Dark Troopers while I'm talking, and uh, you can find Ooh, out the info. This was I fucking had this game, Dark Forces. Dark Forces, yes. Yeah, this was like a fucking Doom style uh, Star Wars game. Yeah, it was definitely like a different uh, kind oh, of setup. Yeah. To it. Yeah, the coolest You're thing. You're not blasting fucking guar to that shit, though. No. <laughs> yeah, I remember hating this fucking game. Yeah, so that's actually where they came from. Um, no. But no, the, those all those scenes with the fucking dark tr- uh, troopers, those things were just insane. Yeah. The, but the one part I found interesting when I was initially watching it, I was going. This feels a little cheap CGI-ish because they're all just kind of moving so much in unison. They're all so slick looking. Well, that's and the whole clean. thing about that. That's that's what the thing when you want to make something look evil, mm-hmm. yeah, or you know, by our standards today, yeah, especially in like visual media, the the uniform, the uniformity, yeah, yeah, the yeah. movement is very blockish. You know, it's. It go. It's deep embedded in the Star Wars part mm-hmm. for the fact that when do we see the Empire? Oh, they're in formation, motherfucker. These these stormtroopers, black troopers, the white stormtroopers, even the droids. Mm-hmm. It's all uniform, no mm-hmm. individuality. When we yeah. see the rebels, it's always like a ragtag bunch of motherfuckers. Yeah, like Rogue One, and that's when you know that's the good guys. Mm-hmm. You know the ragtag team, which is you know the same as this. You know, yeah. but. Even in all of media, if you see that mm-hmm. that uniformity, everyone wearing the same thing, you're like, those are the fucking bad guys. Yeah. <laughs> because because you're we're taught that like you, you well yeah I was I was cool with that it just it felt like that it was almost like cheap looking CGI almost but then when I watched the behind the scenes, mm-hmm. those were people in fucking suits with like green screen legs that they mm-hmm. like kind of replaced with, so that was like hybrid CGI shit. And I thought that was an interesting touch because one of the key things about the Dark Troopers is, and they mention it in the show, they just don't really go into it in detail, they're half man, half machine. Yeah. But it's getting to the point where 
it was more machine than man. Yeah. So for them to actually add a little bit of that organic human movement to it, I actually thought was kind of cool. So it actually changed my perspective on that scene and the way it looked a little bit. So they upgraded Darth Vader technology and just kind of applied it to a fucking and, army. Yeah, and I thought that was cool. How That's Moff, probably what happened to the clone troopers. Yeah. I thought that was cool how Moff Gideon kind of had that look of Darth Vader without a helmet, but then the dark troopers looked like robot Darth Vader's, yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, I would love to see in the next season mm-hmm. him meet one of them uh, uh, droids Dooku had. Ooh, yeah. That used the staffs that could go toe to toe with mm-hmm. the lightsaber. Oh, I would yeah. love to see him like a remnant of one of those just laying around. Yep, protecting something he has to go get. And then we get uh, one of two payoffs yep. at the end of this episode. Yep. Uh, first one is uh, by this point they wind up uh, getting into the control room uh, they've got Moff and everything else they've opened up uh, the, the way they got rid of the rest of the dark troopers or uh, whatever they are is they opened up like airlock. hatch bay doors yeah, and airlock. airlocks yeah. and sucked them out so then they hear like a beep 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 on the fucking thing and they're like oh shit they're flying back you yeah, know you see them flying had, back he forgot that they could fly yeah <laughs> <laughs> so they're fucking flying back and they're like busting their way back in and all this other bullshit and then they're like god damn what now and it's like a single X-wing. Oh, before that, before that, real quick, I love Moff Gideon, sh- uh, uh, like just talking shit. Yeah, the whole time, even while they get rid of the droids, he's still talking shit. Yeah, he's, uh-huh. like, I, he's just like, I knew I, that you were, it would wind up like this. I knew you were coming. I knew this exact moment was going to happen mm-hmm. because now they have a rest. Right, right after they do the airlock, like there's a respite, and he's laughing because yeah. he's like. Oh, you can't have that dark saber, bitch. Mm-hmm. He's like, you're going to have to kill him. Mm-hmm. And, it, and then the whole, I'll give you. He's like, no, blah, 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 my religion. Blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And it's like, oh, but wait a minute. you I fucking took that's, off my that's helmet. That's the point if I was the Mandalorian. I would have took off my fucking helmet, looked her dead in the eyes, and says, you dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Take the goddamn. I, I do like how he was just like, uh, at first trying to like give it to her with honor, being like, I believe this is yours. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, uh, and then that's when Moff says all that stuff, yeah. and, he, and he's just like, "Just, just take the sword." Yeah. <laughs> he says, "You're so, you're he says so, win, you know? <laughs> He said it so humbly, just, just like, "Just, just, just take the sword." <laughs> he's like, "Please, <laughs> don't, 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 don't be a bitch." Yeah, <laughs> that's all that was missing was just a please. <laughs> it's like, ah, come on. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. I'm glad you brought that up. Moff just being such a sarcastic, just like just. Assu- ha, 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 the entire assume time. I know everything, and then all of a sudden, this one lone X-wing rolls in, and, he's, in like and even then, Cadillac. he's just like, and he's just like, ha ha ha, what's one gun and fucking do? Then he hops out and fucks everybody up, fucks everyone up, and the look on his face—that's fear. Uh, he all of a sudden knew he was like, oh, this motherfucker dropped two Death Stars like it wasn't shit. Uh, <laughs> now with. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm Chris. Unfortunately, I may not be able to fully uh, ask you because. You didn't watch it the day it came out, right? You waited a little bit. No, I waited about a week. Yeah. So, unfortunately, you wound up probably hearing about that day one when it happened. Yeah. Yeah. So, but for Cap, how long did it take you to realize that it was Luke? Probably when R- did Luke show up first or did R2-D2 show up first? Luke showed up first. Okay. Because uh, the, the way it rolled out was it was black and white footage of the X-Wing landing, uh, him hopping out, 
uh, green uh, light. Uh, that was the green lightsaber, right? Uh, well, you didn't see the green lightsaber yet. All you saw was a cloaked figure with a lightsaber because it was black and white. Yeah, cutting down the fucking robots. Okay, and then it clips to his perspective, and then you see the green with the uh, black glove. So yeah, that's probably what gave it away was the green lightsaber. Now, when I watched it, you know, I knew what was going to happen. However, they give it away very quickly. Mm-hmm. With just the lone X-wing mm-hmm. somehow getting onto the ship, yeah. So he didn't have to ask for a code. The mm-hmm. shields weren't down. You know, he just got the fuck on the ship. Yeah, and I think that gave it away. Like even if I was to watch it when it came out, I mm-hmm. think that would have gave it away to me because it's a long time coming. Because it would have the whole episode before the siege. Mm-hmm would just be a throwaway because he sent out a signal mm-hmm. for a Jedi. Mm-hmm. Ahsoka, he's not like he's calling Ahsoka. Yeah. All right, he's not going to leave the bitch and call her back. You know, he's sending a long message to the only one left. Yeah. And I think, you know, once you put everything together while mm-hmm. you're watching. Right. Yeah, you, you kind of know it's him. I think I was, well, for me, I didn't accept it until, like what Cap said, I saw the green lightsaber with the black glove. Mm-hmm. And the reason, I think the reason I was in such denial, even though it was trying to put it right in my face, and I'm like still second guessing it, is I'm going, they they would do anything but Luke. Really? That's what That was my thought. I'm like, they, they would do anything but Luke right now. I, I I don't feel like that's about to happen, and, and I'm even sitting here going like my first initial thought was just like oh Ahsoka's back, because the fight style was very similar and she had the caped hood and everything else. It's just like oh she just happened to also have an X-wing, you know whatever. You know I, I was in such denial until I saw that, and then it was like I no one could have broken my attention the first time watching that. As soon as I saw the green lightsaber, like I was so fixated, like holy fuck. They did this. They're doing. They're doing this. They're doing this. Okay. Wait. Luke is here. Luke. Like that. That was my whole thought process watching the fight scene. Like I, I wasn't like taking in the fight. Like the entire time I was like in denial, going, "Wait, this is Luke." They, right. They put Luke, <laughs> they put Luke in this. What? Okay. Huh. And it was more of like a processing than an excited thing. Because said, I just, I never would have thought they would have done that. Because you're sitting there going like, who the fuck else could it be? Yes. It's it like put to the point of like just also being so sure it wasn't. And like going, they're trying to trick me right now. They're trying to make me think this is going to be Luke. I'm smarter than that though. <laughs> fuck you guys. You're not going to fuck. Wait. No. <laughs> then you're like, oh wait, they have the digitized face shit. Of course yeah. it's Luke. <laughs> and... Yeah, so I, but I did was you, happy did, with. Did it. you feel that there was a callback to Rogue One with Darth Vader? A little bit. Yeah. A little yeah. bit. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did feel that, especially on the second watch. Like dead honest, I was still so much trying to process all of the ending. I rewatched it like two or three times, not out of like I have to see this again, but just being like, okay, okay, this happened. Now let me actually watch. And understand the plot right now. <laughs> and um, yeah, that the one thing I did not care for, I thought the de-aging was fine. They did something to his voice. That was Mark Hamill's voice too, it right? It was Mark Hamill's voice, but like there were moments that sounded auto-tuned 
Probably because his voice is old and haggard as shit. Yeah, and it, they like tried to make it smooth and kind of sound a little younger at points. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember the line exactly, but it was something like... Give me that motherfucking kid. Yeah, it, it, was, one, it, it, was, it was one of those, honestly. Kind of like where he said... Um, I've come for the baby. <laughs> I think it was the line of him saying, I can't, make, I can't make him come with me, but I can teach him something, something, something. And like the way the sentence ended, it almost had like that kind of like rap auto tune kind of yep. at the end of it. It was it was a little odd. I would have loved it. It's like I can't make him come with me. Then R two D two shows up and brings like a bag of macaroons. He's like, never mind, I can't now. Come on. And Ladybird. <laughs> and because my favorite characters as a child were always R2-D2 and C-3PO, when R2 rolled out next to him, I did roll a tear. Because so I was Aww. just like, oh, R2 and Luke, yes, the dream team. <laughs> so like that honestly made me really happy seeing R2 with Luke again. Would it have ruined it if C-3PO was with him? <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. It would have. Oh, this lame ass. <laughs> you brought this lame piece of shit. Like, why'd you bring both of them? <laughs> but but seeing like his old trusty companion R2 with him again, it was just like, yes, yes. Somebody's got to fly that X-Wing or like, Talk to him on that next wing. <laughs> and I will say, as much as I was kind of going me, me, me about the whole dad thing, the final scene with him and Grogu was very well done, especially because he took the helmet off for him. Yeah. That was a really good, like, get you in the chest moment. And then Grogu says, Holy shit, you're that guy from Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, it also kind of because Star Wars loves doing Viper. yeah, <laughs> and uh, and also because Star Wars loves calling back you know poetry and all yeah. that stuff. It also felt rather reminiscent of uh, "Let me look on you with my own eyes." Yeah. yeah, it also felt very much like that. So that that was a very cool kind of like Aunt May Spider Man thing. Let me see your real face <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, so so yeah, that 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 was kind of sweet, and you know, and, and Grogu reaching up and kind of touching him, being like, "Oh shit, this is what you actually looked like the entire fucking time." <laughs> <laughs> so, but that ends, and uh, I'll ask you guys this: with all the cancellations and all the fucking, uh, you know, rumors and all this other stuff, with Star- that's anything Star Wars related as far as continuity. I don't think there is a better cutoff point for this story than this. Well, the whole Boba Fett returning. Well, well, that's different. I yeah, think yeah, the Boba yeah, Fett thing. That's the thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about the uh, Mandalorian story and that cast of characters. Yeah, because they they haven't like fully 100% confirmed that there's going to be another season, but they've they've said that they're going to make another season three. It's just yet to be like a hey, here's you know Mandalorian season three coming out in you know two years from now. They just haven't made that announcement yet. But yeah. but Favreau's been kind of vocal about. Kinda, oh, I'd like to do a season three. I kind of want them to use some of the cast from Game of Thrones in the next go around. I mean, I'm, I'm sure I'll, they'll need some work. Yeah. And, but I would see, love to see Thor Bjornsson be a bad guy. Again. That'd be cool. But what? Do you, how, but, but how do you top this? Is what I'm getting at. How do you top you know Luke and R two saving uh, Grogu and uh, Mandalorian showing his face? Yeah. Well, you may not top it, but I have him go after the Crimson Dawn that's run by Darth Maul. I mean, that would be cool. That's part of the Han Solo system. Like, so, like, I know you didn't see it, but there's there is a crime faction that Han Solo had joined up with called mm-hmm. the Crimson Dawn. Okay. And that's run by 
Darth Maul. Got it. And and that could be a whole he, series in itself. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, like, see, here's I would love that like him meet up with those characters. Well, let's go ahead and talk about the end scene because I can connect it all together for us uh, with what I think should happen. Okay. So yeah, that end scene, I fucking loved it. They show back up on Tatoo. Uh, we get the scene of Tatooine. All of a sudden, it's Jabba's palace, and I'm going, "What the fuck are they about to do?" And goddamn snakehead dude is now the fucking kingpin down there. He's gotten all fat and shit. He's become Jabba. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I'm laughing my ass off at that scene. I thought that was fucking great. And all of a sudden, you hear the fucking blasters, and I'm like, oh shit, I know what's coming. See, this is the Robert Rodriguez series of like desert vampires I want to see is this Boba Fett series. <laughs> yep, there's sure enough Boba Knights. Sure enough, Boba Fett and his uh, his henchmen come uh, rolling on down, uh, talk some shit for a minute. I thought you were dead. And he's like, you're about to be click. Yep. <laughs> Wipe out the entire room. Dark-tanded, motherfucker. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, basically wipes out the whole room. I did... There, there was a girl power moment, but at the same time, I was just like, hell yeah. Which was uh, the moment where um, the slave girl was um, still tied up. And uh, what, what's her name? Um uh, Say what? Shinian? Yeah. Uh, she, she looks over at her. Yeah, like, pow. Yeah, like, looks like she's about to kill her, too. Then, like, slightly angles it shoots the cable and like gives her this knowing look of like get out yeah kind of thing i was just like okay that that was kind of cool free the slave girl i like that so you have one shot take it yeah and uh but no how fucking gangster fucking moment when he fucking shoots the dude walks up there fucking tosses his body off the goddamn my uh, chair yep and tosses his body off grabs the fucking blue milk or blue whatever drink it was um and fucking sits down on that thing and it's just like boom Book of Book of Fett. <laughs> I know we didn't talk about it, but when they siege that uh, Imperial uh, ship, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, what did you think of the whole uh, Alderaan thing? I thought that was good. Oh, that was cool. I like that yeah. too. Yeah, he's like, oh, you're one of them, aren't you? Uh-huh. You got that. And I want I want to call it the Runaway R. Uh-huh. Like they say in Django, right. like, I want you to brand that bitch right there. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's like the tattoo tears or some yeah. shit. Yeah, and I just looked it up. Uh, the guy that did. Uh, uh, the voice of uh, the boy in Jabba's palace. Yeah. Uh, Bib Fortuna mm-hmm. is also the guy that does the voice for Grievous. Really? Mm-hmm. And uh, and the actor was the same one that played the same of that species in episode one during the pod racing scene. That's right. I remember that, <laughs> I remember that info making the rounds too. Yeah, so I thought that was cool. Bib, but, Bib Fortuna is the character's name. This is what I think should happen. Fetch. <laughs> <laughs> so we've already gotten confirmation that uh, the book of Boba Fett is going to be a new series. Yeah. I would like them to, and and we've already gotten confirmation of like Ahsoka and like the ragtag team, you know, they're all getting their own series, okay? I would like if in each of those series, Mando makes guest appearances. Yeah. Like Book of Boba Fett might as well be Mandalorian season three. Now we're just following Boba Fett in Tatooine being the new crime kingpin. And vampire restaurants. Firepower, yes. <laughs> and... Who knows? Maybe there's a moment in which Mando needs to come to town to do some shit. Yeah. And, you know, and all of a sudden he gets recruited in or in the Ahsoka series, they wind up crossing paths again, you know, that kind of stuff. So I feel like to kind of dovetail off what Cap was saying, I think this is a perfect ending for his overall narrative. But I think there's tons of room for him to pop up 
for like an episode or two and all these other new series they're doing. So I don't think you can tell a, I agree. Cause I don't think you can take a, a Mandalorian story without, you know, a, a soul Mandalorian story, Mando, uh, without a, a Grogu alongside yeah. of him too. And honestly, I would like it. I have a feeling they're not going to because it's Disney and money. Yay. Money. I would like it if they didn't touch Grogu again. Maybe. I would like it if they just left it at that. I mean, that'd be fine, too, but you, you're right. They're not going to. Yeah. But honestly, I, I think can, to lead, well, to kind of even. I can think of one reason to bring Grogu back, hmm. and it's at the school that Luke makes, and like him just like being roommates with Kylo Ren and just like Luke busted in there, and Grogu's like, God, bro, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> and he's the reason the fucking place crumbled. Like, yo, bro. Like, <laughs> just Grogu fucking, grows up to be a dark Jedi. No, not even that. He's just been like, yeah, I was there. I quit the fucking Jedi, man. Fucking, he went nuts. <laughs> I'm trying to live my life, motherfucker. I, I would like to see um, some sort of like uh, jokey, kind of like parody, college humor type thing where like same setup. Uh Grogu's kinda chilling in the same areas like um uh Kylo and Luke and all that. Randomly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like because, you know, Jedi can also kinda like sense and feel emotions mm -hmm. and intentions and stuff. And he's like just kinda looking around, sensing and feeling. He's like, Oh, a bunch of cool shit here. Gets on over to Kylo, gets all these bad vibes, he's like I'm dipping. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, nope. <laughs> I think it would be funny if Kylo Ren's like a happy-go-lucky kind of kind of guy, and he's he freaks out because of Mark Hamill. Like, <laughs> <laughs> My uncle tried to kill me, motherfucker. <laughs> well, I think that's basically what happened. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, <laughs> it went from Luke being like, "They're still good in Vader," yeah. to fuck you gonna kill that child because <laughs> he had child one down. thought I, got, I smoked some shit and got a bad vibe from that motherfucker <laughs> is there uh is there anything y'all didn't like about the last the end of uh, the the last episode um not really i mean i can't think of anything if i had to be nitpicky um i would have liked to see a little bit of resolution with uh what happened after the door shut with the rest of the team I don't have to see necessarily what happened with Luke and, you know, Grogu and shit, but like, okay, where does everyone kind of run off to now? You know, what, you know, does Carlos's character, you know, what, what happens with him? You so, know, shit so, like so, that. So, so kind of like, sounded like a, uh, arrested development moment. Right. So, <laughs> so are we going to drive this ship? Yeah. Back? Yeah. Where do we drive this yeah. Imperial so, fucking ship? Who knows how to fly one of these things? And not get shot out of the sky by yeah. a rebel ship. No. Yeah, so, so honestly, that was the only thing uh, in retrospect that I kind of was just like, ah, I, I would have liked at least maybe two more minutes of like even them parting way. It, like, it, we don't even have to see how they get off the ship, but like all of a sudden they're on a planet and like they're taking, you know, um, uh, Esposito away, you know, mm -hmm. all that shit. And, and you know, and then, like, hey, hell, like you said, and then all of a sudden, that's when the credits roll into, you know, the Tatooine scene yeah. and all that. But no, so I, I think that was my main problem with it is it just felt like they knew people were going to be so entranced with the Luke thing that we might as well not do anything else after. Yeah, we're still caught up in our fanboy moment. Yeah, so we, we might as well not try to tell any more story after. And I just felt like that might have been a miss. What happens to Kara Dune? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> She went back to be a marshal. That's the end. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she did her thing. She, she went back home. <laughs> Last time you see her, she's a floating corpse and <laughs> what's left of uh I was going to say, she got capital. transferred. Yeah, she got transferred to, uh, to another all, sh another planet that 
was destroyed. <laughs> all the wrong places. Yeah. All the wrong times. <sighs> all right, Captain. <laughs> I, uh, I do know that this episode aired on the fifth anniversary of Force Awakens. Really? Mm-hmm. Fifth? Is yeah. that old now? Yeah. Fuck. You're old, Cap. I know. You're going to die soon. <laughs> yeah. Was there anything Probably. that uh, you didn't like about the last episode? The only thing I didn't like is when the credits rolled, there was no concept art. You're right. There wasn't. Which I, 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 I really enjoy the concept I art. I do too. Mm-hmm. I imagine like if they don't do a season three, mm-hmm. I imagine there's going to be kind of like a coffee table book oh, of, the, of the concept that. art. That would be, I that would would be that awesome. Yeah. Peyton redirected that uh, last episode. Yeah, he did Ant-Man. Yep. Ant, Mr. Ant-Man himself uh, gave, Ant-Man, us, Ant-Man, uh, Ant-Man on the wasp. gave us all the joy on uh, December I love how 18th, they're going in-house with some of the directors. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Mandalorian well, season three. Peyton, uh, what's his name? Paul Rudd shows up as an ageless man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, how old are you? I'm 105. <laughs> <laughs> I'm full of quip, all the quips you need to get through this adventure. And magic. <laughs> 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 yeah, Peyton Reed, Bryce Dallas Howard, Carl Weathers, Dave Filoni. Mm-hmm. I know he's a big uh, big wig in Disney. I'm not sure. Dave uh, Filoni is basically like the new George Lucas for Star Wars. Yeah, he he, he was like he he except was, he ain't walking in the background of some random ass video. Yeah, I know, I love that video so much. <laughs> but no, uh, D- Dave Filoni was basically um, the Robin to Batman for a while. Yeah. He, he he was working with George Lucas for a long time, and you know G- George was kind of like grooming him to kind of take over. This hat, though, look at this picture of him. He always wears Dave Filoni always wears that same fucking uh, hat everywhere. What, what is it with directors and hats and just weird? Thing? Like Robert Rodriguez has the guitar, Dave Filoni has the hat. Yeah, <laughs> it is weird. Something about they're, they're filmmakers, weird people, man. Yeah, Kevin Smith has the jersey. Yeah, <laughs> and, the back, and the backward baseball cap. Yeah. Hat. They're, they're, they're like, we're not going to be in the movie, so we got to dress up like cartoon characters off camera. Yeah. <laughs> well. This has been a damn fun wrap up and basically kind of looking into the future Couch Potatoes is going to be Marvel, 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 Marvel. Because basically, we really all- don't have any much more Star Wars to look forward to to the end of the year. Now we tried to figure out what we want to watch for uh, Warner when Brothers. Is, uh, but coming out? I think next year. Damn. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be a minute. So we Holy get, uh, yeah, just all Marvel <laughs> this year between WandaVision and uh, what is it? Uh, Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier. Yeah, Captain Falcon and all that. And then um, I'm I'm pretty sure we're still getting the uh, Black Widow movie this year. Yeah. And did I say Captain Falcon? That's fucking Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Just Falcon punching. Just Falcon punching. Punch. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm gonna hear now when I see that series. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so I think at the end of the year, I think it was when we get the Bad Bunch or something like that. The Bad Batch. Bad Batch, yeah. That's going to be bunch. like Star Wars. Is, um, the Bad Bunch sounds like a bunch of bad Looney Tune characters. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> suicide Squad. We're the Suicide Squad. No, it's either going the bad... to fight in Space Jam, the Bad Bunch. Yes. <laughs> bad... I know, that just sounds like a, a bad Suicide Squad. Think about Space Jam name. for a second. Do you think they're going to suck the souls out of like Steph Curry and Kevin I Durant? Know it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Who are the players in this generation? Fucking Lamar Odom. <laughs> no, they're just going to go to old Charles Barkley, old Patrick Hewitt. <laughs> <laughs> they're all dying. <laughs> yeah. Well, Alan's going to be like, that's terrible, Ernie. Terrible. (laughs) (laughs) And since we are kind of at the end of uh, all the kind of Star Wars things we can do, except for what we've already uh, mentioned with the um, last two movies, what do we want to do with those? What do we want to do with Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker? Pretend they never happened. I don't know. Uh, I would love, you know, just talk about them. Yeah. Just talk about them. I don't feel like doing a watch along. Do I know? I don't want to do a watch along with those because the last one's kind of long. Mm hmm. I and watched. me and you in theaters was pretty much the best watch along. 
Because <laughs> I was, I was think I was the only guy in that West Virginia theater when Chewbacca gets got. Is just like, oh yeah, <laughs> you called it, called it. You, I win the pool. <laughs> that, that honestly, Kobe. <laughs> you, the, it's like you, you're exaggerating only a little bit for the fucking yeah. show. Like dead honest, we're sitting in the fucking theater with this dude. That happens. And again, I'm wrapped up in the story. I believe it for a second. And I'm like, oh, and I do hear quietly a fucking like two seats down. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my fucking God. So I, I had that bet with Dalton. I'm like, Chew, Chewie's getting it, bro. Han's gone. Chewie's getting it. And he's like. <laughs> I even saw you. You even did like the. <laughs> so we're about to get stacked we're about to get paid <laughs> you don't understand oh god but for this episode of the couch bro tatoes i've been alex what happens to cara dune i'm just kidding this cap <laughs> she got canceled <laughs> she did then into her